Andrew just wanted to watch World Cup. Jeff Tails, another draft day. Nailed Lace it. Top five has 98. I got one just loves it some Kevin James. Fucking Kevin James. It's the history of bad. It's bad. It's the history of bad. It's so bad. It's the history of bad ideas. It's the history of bad. Oh, yeah. It's the history of bad Please note that any comments, jokes, questions, maybe, anything that we say on the History of Bad Ideas is all in good fun, and remember, we insult everybody. Our thoughts, opinions, questions, anything else, actions that we do on the show do not reflect any of our employers, organizations, advertisers, or anyone else that is associated with the History of Bad Ideas. And remember, at the end of the day, it's just a joke. Welcome to the History of Bad Ideas, episode number 447. Wow. Should be 448. Yeah, stupid, stupid... Uh, Rolling blackouts. I'm Jason. I'm Jeff. Uh, that's it right now. Uh, maybe Brian? Yeah, we're expecting the intern to be here if he wants his promotion. Uh, his promotion was up. He's got literally five minutes to get here. I'm setting the timer. He's got five minutes. If he's not here, uh, it's going to be gone. I mean, I can't keep... I can't, we can't keep doing this, Jeff. We can't keep doing this. Uh, I actually have the microphone off the stand here. I don't like this. Going <laughs> back to this. There we go. That's better. I don't like having anything in my hands while I'm talking. You have to have your hands open for talk, you for know? For Tiger Claw and Lemon Face. We're expressive people here on Woo! this podcast. Man, this outline's even messed up. It's not June 14th. What the hell? It was last week's outline because we didn't have an episode last week. First time ever in, in uh, eight years. Seven year, eight 2014 years. we wow, started. Wow, it's already eight, seven and a half years. That we did not have an episode. Uh, I apologize. Um, we had a blackout in my town uh, because of the bad storms that came through. We lost power for 30 hours. I uh, lost about 150 bucks in groceries. So oh, you lost fun. it all? Uh, not all. Uh, there was a local local butcher shop, which we'll give a little shout-out to Langdon's. Langdon's Butcher Shop. Uh, they posted on Facebook that if anybody uh, has stuff that they want to put in a cooler and take up to them, they would put it in their deep freezer. So my wife did that. She was a saint. She got all that stuff, uh, took the kids, and they all went up there and dropped it off. No charge, nothing. Um but so now they have loyal customers. We've always gone to them anyway. So when now they have more loyal. loyal. That's right. Well, when my wife did pick up the grocery, the cooler, I was like, you, you might want to buy some stuff from them. <laughs> and she's like, already on it. So uh, she did that. So that was good. Um, but yeah, um, so we apologize. I apologize for that. Uh, then it came back on at 930 at night. I was excited. And then? And then it went off at 950 at night. And then... It was out for a while. Then went back on at like 1030. And I was like, okay. And the kids were downstairs because that was the coolest place in the house. My wife was downstairs. She's like, well, they want to stay down here. I'm just going to stay down. I was like, I got to go into work tomorrow. I'm going upstairs to the bed. And it was like a cool 86 degrees at that point in the house. I don't know how you can sleep in that. It's awful. Uh, And then I was watching the baseball game. And at 11 o'clock at night, the lights went out again. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? And then it went back on at eleven fifteen and stayed on. So thank you. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then two days later, it went off at three a.m. What? <laughs> it was a Thursday, and I was all excited because I was working from home that day. 
And I was like, you sons of bitches, if I have to go into the office. <laughs> and at 5.30, he came on. And it has stayed on, knock on wood, since then. So, fucking lights. Electricity. It's amazing what happens when you lose all electricity. Yeah. We as a society can't live with it. No, no, no. I, no. I mean... Uh, within 12 hours, I was ready to go Mad Max on everybody. So, I believe it. Um, actually, it wasn't too bad. I was actually in my office uh, <laughs> at work, so I was fine. I was air-conditioned. I came home, and my wife was a little bit on edge. I was like, you okay? She's like, I've been in the heat all day. <laughs> Sorry. So, But I feel like it takes like a week to get the house back in order. Because we had air mattresses, my oh, kids yeah, didn't want to. My kids slept downstairs for like five straight days in the basement because they just enjoyed it. So, well, I guess summer break and all. Yeah, but it did take a while to get back. So we're back though. And then Stephen Izzy came to town. Stephen Izzy visited. Please explain that while I go get my water outside here. I will explain why Stephen Izzy visited. Yes. Okay, so our great friends at uh, Everything I Learned from Movies, Stephen Izzy, were on their vacation. And they flew into our beautiful, beautiful Cincinnati International Airport here. And then they, you know, enjoyed their day looking at the sights and thought, hey, we want to hang up, hang out with the Hobie guys who are playing in their beer league softball league on Friday nights. So they decided to stop by our uh, softball field and pay a little visit. So we got to hang out with Stephen Izzy as uh, after the uh, ball game, except for Jason, who decided I not. he didn't like Stephen Izzy enough to hang out with. That him. is not the case. There was a episode, an incident, that uh, I was possibly exposed to COVID. Well, timer went off. Oh, Brian, where are you? Brian's not here. Oh, well, I guess he's not getting it. Promote it. Uh, supposedly, uh, I was a uh, close contact for COVID from somebody. So I made full disclosure to Stephen Izzy because I didn't want to ruin their vacation. That's the big thing. So they they were cool with everything. I even sent the email to them so they knew that I was not dis- <laughs> dis- getting rid of them um, or dodging them. So it sucked. Um, it felt like dodging to me. Thanks, Jeff. Thanks. Well, appreciate it. You're welcome. Um, oh, I've thrown you under the bus left and right, Stephen Izzy. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> I was expecting no less. It sucked. I got it about 2 o'clock that day. And uh, I got a text first saying, hey, you might be a close contact. And then I got the email. And I was like, no. So I do apologize, Stephen Izzy. I got to see them. Um, and let me tell you, Jeff, playing softball with a mask on on the sidelines sucks. <laughs> So I was trying to be good. I didn't want anyone to get it, so I took I put the mask on. Um, you know, kept I stood, your distance. I kept everybody. my distance. It was not fun, uh, but I've had no symptoms. I'm feeling great. So yippee! Um, I didn't even go to the gym for five days just to make sure. So well, that sounds like the good part. No, I feel <laughs> fat now. So I'm like, yeah. I like feeling fat. Yeah. Uh, Jeff, I'll be honest. Um, we're going to open up these hickory sticks tonight. It's only been like two months, three months. This is from the Pop Culture Cafe. They gave us hickory sticks. Hostess. Ooh, hostess. Ooh. Salt and vinegar. Uh, reason is because I was at my base, my son's baseball game and was not able to get dinner. Uh, I found out afterwards that everyone else in my family got dinner. <laughs> oh, they snuck dinner when you weren't looking? Yes. So I'm going to eat this. Uh, let's see here. Per cup, 
270 calories. Uh, French is pour one tasse. Uh, cholesterol is 0%. Sodium, 14%. Uh, so there you go. It looks good. Vitamin C, 20%. Ooh. So, so you eat five servings of that and you get all your vitamin C. It's made with real oranges. I don't think so. Yeah, I hope not. Let's see here. I'm going to open those up here. There you go, Jeff. So these look like deep fried. Uh, oh. They, they look oh. like uh, uh, French fries, like uh, uh-huh. shoestring French fries, but crispy. Oh, man. Is it the salt or the vinegar? We got the vinegar going there. Woo! That's a little vinegar. So check a bio out. I was anticipating the vinegar, but yes, it is very vinegar forward. But, yep, yep. You get a lot of vinegar in the first punch here. Um, you know, this might be my favorite new way to eat uh, potato chips. Crumbled up? Well, in, yeah, in sticks, uh... Chewing on air, so you can get the sound effects, the feel of it. It's not bad. This is very vinegary. Very vinegary. Yeah. It's made for people who like vinegar in their potatoes. I like tricks. vinegar. I like vinegar. Um, I'm not feeling any chocolate or cream filling like a Hostess cut cake. No, I don't think it's the same Hostess. Oh. It's probably the Canadian Hostess. Oh, those damn bastards. Those damn Canucks. We actually love Canadians, but not the Hostess ones. Damn it. $2 a bag. But I'm it's a pretty big bag. sticks. Yeah, I like them. I, I do like them. I don't think you can dip them easily, though. That's fine with me. I usually don't dip my potato chips. I like dipping potato chips. I also like dipping uh, uh, tortilla chips into cheese. Mm. You don't pronounce the L in tortilla. Mm, tortilla into cheese. Mm. Well, anything into cheese is good. It is pretty good. Yeah. I like these. These aren't bad, though. Thanks, guys. At Pop Culture Cafe. Free trade it. Um, we had a poll of the week this week. You know that? I did. I voted on it. Uh, we had... We can find us at Bad Ideas Podcast. What is Tim Curry's best film? Uh, we had Clue. Congo. Where you are the endangered species. That was for Stephen Izzy. The Rocky Horror Picture Show and the Muppet Treasure Island. Um, in last place, Muppet Treasure Island was eight percent. Surprising me. Twelve uh, percent of the vote, Congo. Outside of Stephen Izzy, I don't know who else is voting for Congo. We had a decent amount of people vote on this one, and then it was a tie, Jeff. A tie. A tie between Clue and the Rocky Horror Picture Show at forty percent each. Um, well, then I'm glad I voted and my vote counted. Rocky Horror Picture Show had a lead for a while, and then Clue finally came along at the end. Thank God. Why'd the car stop? It was scared. Um, so, that, uh, you know, another one that was up there was Home Alone 2 you could have thrown up there. Yeah, but that was also the one that had the orange man. Uh, <laughs> see the cousin of Slender Man? <laughs> not, not orange man. Uh, I heard rumors that they cut him out. It wouldn't surprise me if some uh, edited versions that they show on television would cut it out. But why? Closer to the mic. Oh, closer to the mic. Yeah. I am sorry. (laughs) Um, Because there is a young child lost in New York, Uh and this man does nothing to help him find his family. I probably wouldn't either. Evil, evil person. He was a brat. 
he probably deserved to have his family leave him. Well, well <coughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> You're right there. Uh, you okay? Choking on uh, hickory sticks and paths. <laughs> um, we should probably edit that cough out. No, nah, it's okay. We're fine. Right. Uh, we're running low on time. Uh, and that's it. That's the show. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, Tim Curry was in a lot of movies, but not like huge roles in a lot of them. He, he has just a lot of, of bit parts. Uh-huh. I thought he had a lot, um, not bigger career, that's a bad word, but like a lot more prominent roles than he did. Yeah, it's he, he yeah, like you said, those were probably the roles, well, except for maybe Congo. Uh, like Were you the endangered species? Those were Tim Curry's roles where he was, I would call, the lead. It. It, but it was a, a made, made for television miniseries. Legend. So. Yeah, he was in Legend, but like I said, I would say in Clue as Wadsworth, he was the main character. Yeah. Uh, there were seven of them. Annie. Um, and in Rocky Horror Picture Show, obviously, he was Dr. Frankenfurter, the lead of that. He was in Titanic, the uh, straight-to-video one. <laughs> I don't even know that one. Came out in 96 as well. <laughs> I don't think it was as good. And then uh, Mupp- Muppet Treasure Island, I guess he was the main, at least, human in that. Yeah, movie. he was. Um, and Three Musketeers. Is Cardinal Richelieu. Mm-hmm. He does, um, he does play a good bad guy. He does, too. He was in Charlie's Angels. Oh, I forgot he was. Um, that's about it. Yeah, I mean, oh, he was in Brian's favorite film, Oscar, with Sylvester Stallone. Oh, I'm sorry, Tim. Yeah, and he was in The Shadow with Alec Baldwin. The shadow knows. Yeah, he uh, he was opposed to guns in that ap- in that movie. If he only knew. Anyways, um, oh, that you meant Tim Curry was. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 Alec. I'm Alec Baldwin. Uh, you don't hear much from him anymore. Alec Baldwin. Yes. <laughs> well, he's got things uh, on his plate right now. He, he has went to out. Deal with. And, yeah, but he went out and did an interview. And after that interview, I think his people were telling him, do not do more interviews. Uh, you may have a federal, or you may have a criminal case against you. Yeah, I'm going to do an interview. It's kind of like Vince McMahon. So Vince McMahon has stepped down as CEO. Stephanie McMahon's in charge now. Yeah, like I believe that's true. Correct. After a month ago, she said that she was take, stepping away for family and just wanted to spend time with the family. <laughs> well, months go, time go. Um... So he was having an affair, allegedly, with this woman uh, that, was, that worked for him. That worked for the company. That so worked for him. Not only was he like, you know, having an affair and cheating on his wife, but he was doing it at his place of employment or company he, he owned, I suppose. He ended up having her sign an NDA when they were broken up, um, gave her $3 million, supposedly his own money. Okay. And, but the problem was he, that she then went to... Uh, work with John Laurinaitis, head of talent relations and all around just scum of the earth guy. So still within WWE? Yes. And supp- her, uh... Supposedly he made her side like there's a lot of stuff going on. Uh, suppo- uh, ironically, uh, oddly enough, oddly enough, her pay, pay or her uh, salary went from 100000 to 200000 after she allegedly slept with Vince McMahon. That was the that was the thing. So now there's all these investigations going on. And uh, Vince McMahon, you know, ear to the people, he came out on SmackDown when all this came out and he stepped down as CEO while the investigation's going on. 
He may be back if he's cleared of any wrongdoing. But he went out there, and he basically, like, they were hyping it all day, and he literally came out there, and he's like, thank you. Uh, we're just going to, uh, what was it, uh, WWE, those four words up there, now, then, forever, something else. Uh, we ain't going anywhere. That was it. And then he walked away. <laughs> that was it. And then he came out on Raw and basically said the same exact thing. And so now he's just taunting people is what they said, like the investigation. So he seems like a sane man. Vince McMahon seems like he's very sane. Yeah, sane is one of the words I would use to describe Vince McMahon. The best part is this has now become the WWE power play because Nick Khan is a CEO or CFO or whatever. He's basically, the rumor is that he's trying to get all the McMahons out. And there was a person on the board that leaked this email that started the investigation. (laughs) And the best part is everybody's comparing it to Secession (laughs) with Brian Cox on HBO. Nice. And it's very similar to it. Like, it is eerie. Um, John Laurinaitis is going to be fired. He's been sent home. He's going to be the one that falls on the grenade. (laughs) Kind of like Brian Cox wanted somebody to fall on the grenade the last season uh, when there was a sexual harassment case going on. Um, yeah, so it's very eerie, but I'm sure Vince would never have issues. I'm sure he would just walk off into the distance if he needed to. No problems. So, yeah, who, uh, disclosed the, uh, affair if she signed an NDA? Uh, a friend. A friend told somebody a on the board. of... The woman. So she disclosed something uh, that Maybe it was before have. the NDA. Okay. Maybe it was before the NDA. I don't know. This is all alleged. I'm not claiming anything. I'm just saying, I think Vince is going to go after the $3 million, because <laughs> apparently somebody just Oh, uh, I need that money back. Uh, the good news is, so Randy Orton gets injured. It's been some tough days for WWE. Randy Orton gets injured. He was supposed to face uh, Roman Reigns at WWE SummerSlam in August, because uh, he's now on a part-time schedule, Roman Reigns, even though he has both heavyweight titles. So that's, nice. a, that's good management. Great job by him to negotiate in the contract. So he just beats Matt Riddle, because why would we do anything surprising and give it to Riddle or anybody? And who comes out afterwards? Well, look who's his new opponent at SummerSlam, Brock Lesnar. Of course. (laughs) Now, then. Some people, for some reason, people still care about Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns. Now, then, (laughs) forever. (laughs) It will always be. So uh, I'm not sure why people are saying WWE is old. I mean, that's a. I mean, we haven't seen that matchup since WrestleMania in April. I mean, that's awesome. Uh, so yeah, exciting times there. So here's your WWE breakdown. Do you watch anything? Uh, let's see. I'm keeping up on all the shows that came out because damn, June is a freaking busy month. Let's see. Well, uh, up uh, up to date on Obi Wan. Uh, we're two episodes behind. How do you like it? Meh. Okay. One episode left, I think, isn't there? One episode left, as far as I know, tomorrow. Okay. I am caught up on Ms. Marvel. Ah! How many episodes? Two. Okay, we got one more left. Okay. How do you like that? I'm enjoying it. I do, too. My daughter and I watch it. Yeah, for for it, you know, me not being in the, you know, demographic that it's aimed Mm -hmm. towards. I mean, like, it, it gets a little too teen drama stuff, mm-hmm. but that's the show they're making, so. My oldest son watches all Marvel stuff. He did not want to watch it. It wasn't because there was a female lead. He's just like, it looks very too 
I don't know what the word he said, but very Degrassi-like. And I was like, it's really good. So I watched the first episode with my daughter. She's eight, and she loved it. Um, and I liked it a lot, too. And I told him, I was like, you need to watch it. It's, it's a fun show. I mean, I'll, I'll be brutally honest here. It's like, well, I wouldn't necessarily say brutally, but I mean, it's refreshing to watch a show that where they have, like, you know, Muslim leads. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's an important part of their life. But, I mean, it's not stereotype. Yeah. They, they're living their life. And, you know, most stuff you see put out by media when it deals with Muslims, it's so, oh, Muslim is, like, taking over everything. Yeah. And it's like, no, these are normal people who have a religion that isn't the same as yours or mine. But, I mean, yeah, I, I, I'm... I'm I like to see that they're putting that and shining it in a light, especially for a younger uh, demographic, yeah. to see that, okay, yeah, the, these this isn't an evil group of people that some people like to claim they are. Um, I like the parents. I hope they're not overbearing too much in it. That's my concern, because I hate overbearing parents in every in any show. Yeah. But the dad was hilarious when he dressed, dressed as the Incredible Hulk. Um, uh, the, 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 you can learn more of the parents or whatnot in episode two, and obviously they're laying stuff down for future episodes. But no, I mean, there's any overbearingness of it is, you know, there's reasons behind it. I'm, we, we haven't learned them all, mm-hmm. but uh, they, they hint at them in episode two. My hope is that we see Ms. Marvel in character as a superhero more than we saw Moon Knight. And that's the problem I have with these origin series. There's a lot yeah. of, like, I get it. You got to make the origin, right? But, like, sometimes I'm like, just give me the superheroes. Like, Moon Knight would have been, Moon Knight was okay. I have no issue with it, except that it was slow at points, and I just wanted to see him kick some ass. And I didn't feel like you got to see a lot of that. Yeah, a lot of it happened off screen, and mm-hmm. you have the, the fights and whatnot. Um. My son, my oldest son, actually liked Moon Knight as one of his favorite series so far. Um, wow, okay. It's one of my least favorites so far. Yeah, I agree. Um, speaking of Marvel, my oldest son and I, because Doctor Strange comes out on video this week, or on Disney Plus this week. Okay. We have now, are re-watching WandaVision. Okay. And we've been been watching it at night. We're uh, through four episodes now. All right. And so episode four where everything changed. Yep. So we're five, we're next episode is five for us. Um, we're going to watch that probably tomorrow night. But yeah, he it was funny because I told him I was like, we should probably watch Doctor Strange. Everything I've heard, or, I mean, sorry, WandaVision, because everything I heard was Doctor Strange. Oh, you hadn't seen it yet? No. Oh, I thought I've you never were seen rewatching it. it. Oh, we ran out of time and our, sports schedules were crazy with three kids in June. July is great. There's no sports whatsoever, and it's going to be beautiful. I can actually see people again. Well, the people I want to. Yeah. Um, so, I told him, I was like, we should watch WandaVision, and it's a quick watch. There's nine episodes that are like 35 minutes long, if that. They make it longer as it goes Yeah, on. but most, the first, you can binge watch a decent amount quick. Yeah. And I told him, it's going to be weird. And I kind of explained that it's the 1950s, 60s, you know, the episodes are TV, this is how they were. This is, they're, they're, yeah, they're parroting or copying mm-hmm. TV of different decades and as it goes through. He couldn't believe how people talked back then to women <laughs> or just how people talked in general and the commercials and, he was cracking up at. And, and he realizes 
that what they're showing is just a fraction of how it was. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, watching it, I've seen some subtle hints I, I missed the first time because you just start seeing a little bit of it. Uh, of course, at one point, um, the witch, uh, Catherine Hahn's character. Oh, uh, Agnes. Agnes. Or, or... She makes a comment in the first one or two episodes. She's like, it's like the devil or something. And yeah. I was like, and that's why everybody went crazy with Memphis and Mephisto. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I started chuckling at that one. Um, but, yeah, this was the episode that uh, they revealed um, uh, the sword and yeah. um, shield and that. And then he started piecing it together. And he's like, okay. And I was like, well, do you realize what's going on? He's like, yeah, you know, uh, you know the, the, the protective bubble, that's Scarlet Witch, isn't it? I was like, I don't know. We're going to have to watch it. He's like, oh, well, maybe it's not. <laughs> and then he starts thinking about it. He's like, wait a minute. But uh, it... I don't like the two characters, Vision and Scarlet Witch, in the comics and the movies. I'm not really sold on them. They are phenomenal in this series. Watching it again, it's a phenomenal series. They are, although I am a fan of the characters of Vision and Scarlet Witch in both the other movies and in the comics, so... I may cry when it gets to... um, Episode 9? Yeah. Yeah. What is love? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, no, no. What is... uh, What is... um, Uh, Oh, crap. How is it phrased? Shoot. If not love enduring, um, persevering. Perse- you even know the quote, and you didn't even watch the show? No, I've watched it before. You just said you didn't. No, I've watched WandaVision before. I thought you just. Doctor said- Strange, I didn't watch. Well, yeah, I know you hadn't seen Doctor Strange yet. Yeah, I've seen WandaVision. Okay, and your son's seen WandaVision, or you're showing him this for the first time? This is the first time I'm showing my oldest son. Okay, so he hasn't. Sorry, seen- my bad. Let me explain that. Yeah. I told him that he needed to see this. What is pain but love persevering? There it is. What is pain? Yes. Life is grief? pain. Grief? Grief. What is grief what but is grief? love yeah, it was persevering? Grief, not pain, there you it was go. grief. Well, we just yeah. fucked that all up for yeah, 20 minutes. Uh, but no, WandaV- no, I've seen WandaVision. I love WandaVision. Life uh, is pain. Don't let anyone tell you differently. If they are, they're selling you something. To the pain. What? To the yeah. death. I know. Get on with it. No. To the pain. Actually, use that quote tonight at baseball. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the first thing you lose is your hands at the wrist, <laughs> <laughs> and I'll tell you why. <laughs> no, the ears you keep, and I'll tell you why. <laughs> so that every shriek of every lady at seeing your hideousness will be yours to cherish. Uh, every babe that weeps, every woman that cries out, "Dear God, what is that thing?" will echo in your perfect ears. I love that movie. It means I leave you wallowing in freakish misery. I love that movie, too. Anybody want a peanut? <laughs> I know somebody who doesn't love that movie. My wife though. doesn't love that movie. No. Um. Yeah. Well, my daughter also doesn't like the Muppets. There's been some issues here <laughs> in this household. Um, that's the issues. Um, speaking of issues, Doug has um, stopped by five Bucky's. Five buckies on this trip? <laughs> yeah, to, to see fish in um, Florida and back. So five bouquets. Five different buckies? Yes. Or five different ones. There's five different ones down 75? I guess there's a lot more than that. One of them was an hour away. He drove out of his way to No, get he it. did not go to that one, oh, thankfully. Okay. Uh, but here, if anybody's looking for jobs, um, where is it? Let me see if I can find this here. Bucky's Bouquets was offering jobs. Here we go. Paid uh, for cashiers, seventeen to nineteen dollars an hour. Nice. 
Food service, 19 to 21. Wow. Same thing with maintenance and warehouse grocery stockers. A team lead is 19 to 23 dollars, and a department lead is 24 to 34 dollars an hour. 401k, 100 percent match, up to six percent. Three weeks paid time off after the first year. Use it, cash it in, or roll it over. Healthcare, two dollars an hour extra for overnight and full and part-time jobs available at Boucher's. Well, I wish they were closer. I'm gonna go get a job at Bucky's. I'll be honest. I think I found what Doug's going to be doing in his retirement years after he uh, p- hangs up the old postal carrier bag. I don't know. Here, in, I know, like, uh, yeah, the post office is desperately hiring, and at the sounds of what Bucky's is offering, I'd rather work at Bucky's than what I heard uh, the post office was starting people at. Hell, for, I mean, that's a nice 401k up to 6%. Good for you. So, if you're looking for a job, there you go. Go to Boucher's. It has the number one problem, though, with uh, for me as a job. What's that? Dealing with the general public. Uh, not if you're in the warehouse grocery stalker. Yeah, but I'm sure you... Maintenance. I'm sure you are cross-trained. Well, I won't trust myself doing, doing <laughs> maintenance. Food service. You could be behind the little counter. No, that's true. Uh, you have to talk... No, no, no. I'm just going to cook yeah. something. Nope. I'm a cook. Yep. <laughs> I'm making the squirrel jerky. Just go away. <laughs> go away. I think they make squirrel jerky in-house, right? Why would you go elsewhere for it? <laughs> uh, hey, Bill, uh, there's a squirrel out on 75. Go get that, please. <laughs> Maybe that's why they're looking for people. They they lose too many people getting roadkill. I think that's how they get it, right? I no. mean, jerky is about the best way to fix your roadkill. That I is guess, true. So. Alligator jerky. Uh, have you watched The Boys? Yep, I am caught up with The Boys, unless something new Have you not out. started it yet? Is it good? Oh, it is. It continues... The greatness? Uh, exactly what they were doing before. Um, yeah, like, first scene of the season, mm-hmm. you'll say, oh, yep, okay. Nothing changed? Nothing changed. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll put it this way. I, I like to watch some uh, reactions on YouTube or something, mm-hmm. you know, background uh, noise. I've watched about two or three different people uh, react to, like, episode one of season three of The Boys. And they're all like, well, we can't show you what we're talking about here on this episode, <laughs> on this part of the episode, but if you watched it, you know what's going on. Uh, Elizabeth Shue's not back, is she? No. Oh. They pretty much killed her. Did they? They did. Did they? They did. Mm. Yes. Mm. Um, Homelander's dead, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No Homelander at all. First episode, <laughs> gone. Um, uh, no, Anthony Starr is brilliant this year. Is that Wormy guy still in it? Who's the Wormy guy? I don't know, the main star, the guy that they brought Huey? up. Huey? Yeah. Yes, Huey is oh, still Oh, fuck it. God. That guy is Matter of fact, one. he might have a larger role. I'm out. Oh, is he still decide? I don't know if I should help you or not. Oh, what do I do? Well, he's got a job in the government running doesn't. the superhuman. Uh, well, that doesn't mean anything. Not <laughs> like government does anything. No, but I'm just saying, you know, it's not like, oh, what should I do? He's like actually, you know, out there trying to make a difference. And mm, Believe it when I see it. I got this guy. Should I shoot him? I don't know. What should I do? I don't know. Here you make a decision. Oh, my God. Wait, wait. I think we got somebody. We got somebody. The wow. The here. Hi. Oh, the microphone's dead. 
Microphone. Oh, I get the, the mic, mic down. No one was here. Go ahead and talk, Brian. I'm talking. Hey, hey. there you go. Oh, hi. You missed out. We had the promotion all set. And then it, you didn't get here. So we had a five-minute timer. So I got here as fast as I could. That's what I said, too. That's Everything said. all right? Yes. Okay. Yes, we're good. How's the dogs? They are good. Did you boop a lot? A ton. Okay. Let's take a break for a second, Jeff, and we'll uh, get Brian all set up down there. Do you ever wonder when Spider-Man goes to the bathroom if the toilet paper sticks to his fingers? Do you ever wonder why Superman wears his underwear outside of his pants? My name is Imran. My name is Anthony. He's the jock. And he's the nerd. And we're your hosts for the Jock and Nerd podcast, where we sometimes try to attempt to answer these questions. This is a full spoiler podcast, and we swear a lot. Check it out for awesome geek news, interviews, and comic book reviews. Visit jockandnerd.com. We are your superhero TV, movies, and comic book culture curators. Boom. Jockandnerd.com. Jockandnerd. Okay, Brian, welcome. Hey, thanks. Uh, let's Good see. to be back. It is. We got, a, we got power in here. Looks good in here. We do have power in here. Sorry <sighs> for messing that up. Yeah, good job for the electrical grid there. Jeez. Damn. And then the worst part is, you know, I went to see Jurassic Park uh, Dominion, and you know the Pyroraptor that's on this Dr. Pepper? Didn't even catch fire. Very disappointed. No fire at all? No! Didn't shoot fire? Yeah, maybe I, fire? maybe I made that up in the uh, commercial. I thought I saw it. Oh. Maybe, you, maybe I was wrong. So it's not even called a Pyroraptor? No, it is called a Pyroraptor. Yeah, well, so it's called a Pyroraptor. There should be some fire involved. It was smoking like a cigarette afterwards. Ah. So maybe that was it. They said that's actually a real dinosaur. Pyroraptor? Yeah, they said they were just discovered two years ago. Ooh. Well, so. they were discovered in the, while making this movie. Yeah. Wow. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Brian, would you like to do listener feedback? I would love to do some of the... Uh, Bomb! Listener feedback. Uh, brought to you by... Uh, what are these things? Hostess Hickory Sticks. Thanks, Canada. <laughs> Not bad, are they? No, they're delightful. Yeah. All right. Uh, starting off with that one guy. Uh, number one fan? Eight pans. Can't give yourself a nickname? Seven. Dad. Bucky's future employee? Uh, Doug. Yes. Uh, Doug says, Nerdist had Boo. an article about a Dungeons & Dragons game that has been going on for 40 years. Is this Blake's goal? And if so, what level would everyone be at by year 40? Blake answered this. Oh, did he? He sent me an answer. For producer Doug. Producer Doug. I have spent the weekend calculating the number of encounters and needed experience points to accumulate over 40 years. Uh, and based upon the number of gaming sessions needed, my algorithm tells me the party should be at least at second level. <laughs> Second level. Wow. I, we were ahead of schedule then when we got up to third level after six years. <laughs> wow. Brian and I are up to level 112. Yeah. Three <laughs> weeks. Actually, it's been three months. I can't lie. Yeah, it's, you know, just yeah. seems like three weeks is going it by. It is. So it's, it's so much fun. It really is. Hey, look, another dungeon. Destroyed Ooh. it. Yep. Destroyed on, it. On to the next dragon we go. Yep. Uh, the best is that we ride the dragons to the next yeah, dragon. Yeah, And then we kill that dragon. really quick. Oh, yeah. That. It's, when you take this walking away, perfect. Yeah. I've got some pyroraptor uh, facts. Oh, pyroraptor. According facts. to at least Wikipedia. Okay. A pyroraptor means fire thief. 
He steals fire. How do you steal fire? <laughs> Give me those matches. Um, let's see. It is known from a single partial specimen that was found in Provence in 1992. Oh, 92. Okay. After a forest fire. Whoa. So that's why they called it that? The animal was named Pyroraptor Olympius. Huh. Dukakis. Yes. Why'd they change it? Uh, I think they... It's still Pyroraptor Olympius is the, you know... No, official. Well, yeah. Uh, southeast France in La Bourchard. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh! Provence. Uh, Give me a croissant. Fire thief due to its remains being discovered after a forest fire that occurred in 1992. That's lazy naming. The species name is derived from Mont Olympe, a mountain in Provence, at the foot of which the animal's remains were unearthed. So they found one of these. That's what it says, a partial one. That's the How only... do you find only one? Well, I guess it is difficult to find fossils, but... Yeah. Uh, they had to have a forest fire to discover this one. But, I mean, I'm serious, like... Obviously, there's subtle differences between this and a different raptor and all that stuff. But, like, how do you... In this world, like, how do you only find one? Especially since 92. They found one, but the geniuses in the film decided to clone it. That's true. That's true. true. So Um, you only need one. Must have had a lot of DNA left. (laughs) Um, Wow. Okay. All right, moving on. Uh, Next, we have Brian Auer. At Bauer Fett. Uh, He says he saw this online. This is a series I would watch. What say you, Hobie? Okay. Baloo the Bear from Jungle Book is in a Quantum Leap-like series as he was in Tailspin, Robin Hood, and Jungle Book. Would you watch this series of him leaping from animated shows and movies? I would. I would watch it. What other ones could he go into? Now, they have to be Disney. Well, yeah, but, I mean, you just throw him into every... Uh, he pops up in Agrabah and hangs out with Aladdin for a week. Uh, he pops up in... Uh... The live action, or...? I would say no to the live oh, okay. action. Okay, They'd have to get Bill Murray to do the voice then or something. Oh. Um, uh, pops up in... Lilo Hercules. Stitch. Hercules. Well, no, it can't be Hercules, because... He could be Hades. He could be Stitch. I like that. Jump into Stitch? Yeah, that's what Quantum Leap did. Sam did, right? I I thought he'd jump into somebody else and go visit the main characters. I didn't think about jumping into the main characters. Yeah, he would be jumping into the main characters. That sounds dirty. So, (laughs) So, hey, Stitch. So, Baloo would be in Stitch. Wow, Stitch would act so much different. He would. And then Baloo would go to, I don't know, like Emperor's New Groove. He would be John Goodman's character. Yeah. I was going to say Kronk. That wasn't John. No, that was uh, a... It would be better if he jumped into Kronk. I like it. There we go. Uh, I'm down for this. Make this happen, Disney+. Plus. You're doing everything else. Uh, Yeah. Why not? Let's do it. Although we can't trademark it because someone beat us to it. Damn it. That's true. Damn it. Uh, All right. Next, um, from Intern Brian. You wrote this on Twitter a couple weeks ago. I did write (laughs) this on Twitter a couple weeks ago, and I I didn't quite think I got an answer. Uh, I said, wait, how did Doug get promoted? He showed up. <laughs> he pulled a Keanu Reeves. He pulled a Keanu Reeves. I was blown away by Doug's ability to show up. Um, he also got to pick some of the episodes last week when we were out. Of t- uh, out. So 
First time in seven and a half years, Brian, we missed an episode. All because of the electrical grid. Damn you! Who knew we needed electricity to do what we're doing? It's bullshit. It's bullshit. Mother Nature really pulled one over on us last week. Yeah. Well, Jeff could have done it. I couldn't have done it. Well, you could have. Well, you have an iPhone, don't you? No. Do you have an iPhone, Brian? I do. Oh, you should have GarageBand on it. Just to fill, <laughs> record it on that. Because <laughs> that would be really good clarity. Yeah. Um, Doug did pick an episode. I don't remember the one episode, like 160 or something like that. Actually, it was less than that. It might have been like 80-something. Let me tell you. The audio back in the day was not the best on those Yeti mics. <laughs> they were great. Great. Well, it was also when we were in the middle of the basement. Yeah, in a big, <laughs> empty, uh, cavernous It was basement. episode three. That's what it was. Episode, episode three. three. Oh, episode three was the one we had audio trouble with. Yes, yes, because I had to find the right MP3 of correct MP3. So it was a good thing every day we were picking new, <laughs> new episodes. Yeah, that's, that's when we, like, hooked a third mic up because... Yes. Uh, uh, the gimp was a guest. Yeah. And apparently, the third mic threw everything out of whack. After it did not we, do well. And and I had to. I edited that one. We edited one of these. Yes. Well, yes. Are we are we allowed to actually admit that? Oh, we're allowed to. I edited one. I mean, we are on what four hundred and forty-seven. True. So one episode out of that was edited. Um, well, good thing Blake won't listen to this. No. Well, I will say a couple of them were edited because a couple of them were like our uh, Game of Thrones episodes. Yeah. Okay. Well, that was more edited. Just cut it in half because we Blake had a talked. really, really, really long episode and cut it in half. One about the books. One about the movies or the TV show. So. Uh, um, but I was going to say our uh, Christmas uh, or New Year's Eve, New Year's Eve, our New Year's greatest hits uh, ones. I think we had about yeah three or four of those that yeah. I added from clip uh, shows. Uh, let's just say this: episode three wasn't so good. No, episode three, the audio quality was the worst of any of them. Yes, yes. So if anybody suggested three, they that was producer Doug. Damn it, you ain't going to be producer much longer. Well, he did of... complain why he had to pick episodes, and I was like, you're the producer. <laughs> like, you're the fucking producer. And he chose episode three. I'm rethinking that. Uh, he did yeah. choose uh, one episode that was during the pandemic. I was kind of wanted to go back and listen to that uh, one. I was going to say, don't don't choose, well, the ones during the pandemic. I'm like, don't go listen to the ones right before shutdown. Why? Well, well, those are the ones that w- that uh, we're laughing at Jason because he's panicking over this uh, this, <laughs> this virus that's coming. Yeah, see, uh, see, see. Uh, one out of every forty-eight viruses is serious. Monkeypox is next. Isn't already gone? No. Sure. Media says no. Oh well, media's always right. Yep. So that's Brian. How you didn't get promoted? No, the question wasn't how didn't I get promoted. Oh, how it did Doug? How did Doug? Well, I hope we answered that. What's next? Uh, moving on, we got uh, Steve from EILFM. Everything I learned from <laughs> movies. <laughs> uh, Steve would like to know what's the best non Marvel or DC superhero movie? Oh, I wish I remembered to actually. I, I didn't read the uh, this question uh, when I skimmed the 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 outline. So I got I'm some. Like, I'm like trying Spawn. to. Spawn. Nope. Hellboy. Nope. I like Hellboy. 
It's all right, but I, I'm sure there's something I like better. And now my screen just froze on Screen Rant. So that's cool. Um, um, the Incredibles. Incredibles is, is a good one. I could go with that. That was only number 10 on this list. Of non-Marvel DC? Yeah. I must... Uh, let's see. Uh, Avatar Corora. I don't know what that is. Dark Man. I'll pass on that. So far, so far it's the... Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. No, the movie wasn't that good. Well, depending on which movie. Um, let's see. The Invincible, the TV show. Not a movie. Mm, not a movie. Um, I would say that. I mean, the boys, a TV the boys show. Movie, if you want to, okay. Yeah. Um, trying to think what else. Just looking here. Spawn is not it. No, Spawn was very disappointing. Yeah. Um, Preacher wasn't. Preacher was a graphic novel, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a cartoon. It was a comic I, book. That counts. Graphic novels are comic books. But Rocketeer. It, it there wasn't you go. A movie either, but it the, was a TV show. But the Rocketeer. Love the Rocketeer. The yeah. Crow. The oh, Crow. The Crow. Yeah. I the Mask. The crow. Um, uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Is he a superhero? Mm. I mean, it's based off of a comics book, but is he a superhero? Dread. Uh, the second that, one was good. Yeah, but isn't that Marvel? No. Dread is not. Judge Dread isn't a Marvel uh-uh. character? No. Hancock. Hancock. Mm-hmm. Awful yeah. film. Sin City. Ooh. The Kingsman. Kingsman. Are they superheroes? Mystery Men. Mystery Men. Mystery Men is a fun... Sin City. Yeah. Sin City was good. Sin not City the second one. Movie. It wasn't the second one wasn't bad, but it, I think they waited too long. I don't know what the point of it was after the yeah. Like I, it was, I agree. It, like it wasn't horrible, but it was just like uh, yeah, okay, that's fine. Yeah, it it lost its appeal. That one, yeah. Well, I'm trying to think because I know like it's it's a bunch of stories that happen within the city, so they don't necessarily have to relate to each other. Sure. So it's like uh, I guess that could have worked, but. It also similar character, you know, re- recurring characters, but not the yeah. main characters. And I think I'm going. To, I think I'm still going with uh, the crow. The I'm cr- going with Incredibles. I think crow. Um, it's just really well, well done. So Rocketeer's up there too. Sky High with Kurt Russell back in the day. <laughs> the Turtles. Uh, hmm. Unbreakable. It's true. Yeah, Unbreakable. I still. Yeah. I started watching uh, the whole trilogy of that. I yeah. watched it uh, a couple months ago. I think it was one during COVID. Split and... Um, Glass. Yeah, Glass. It wasn't bad. They were okay. I enjoyed it, especially considering like M. Night's uh, reputation. Yeah. At least uh, these three movies were not bad. I enjoy- these weren't Lady in the Water oh. happening type stuff. Your writing's going to save the world. <laughs> oh, who should we get that the author in the show in the movie? Who should we get? I'll do it. Okay, thanks, Sam. Thanks, Sam Knight. What else you got, Prime? Uh, well, wrapping this up with Professor Number One at Doctor Number One. He says, Brian, if Colin Coward offered you a role of producer on his show. Would you jump ship and join him? No, fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> Not even for a producer role? Nope. Wow. No, nope. Only if part of my job was being able to fire him <laughs> would I take that job. That's the only way I would take that. What job. happens? What if you couldn't fire him, 
but you couldn't be fired and you were allowed to criticize him all you wanted on the air even. Like, if he said something you disagreed with, you were able to interrupt and call him so, a stupid idiot moron. So if I could do that, I don't know how long his shows are, but that would be a lot of... So that would basically <laughs> be like one of our episodes when I'm trying to talk and then Blake is here. <laughs> Who's Blake? Right. Um, so, I mean, it probably wouldn't be good for ratings. <laughs> or it could be. I don't know. More people might listen. For, I don't know. What happens if he makes you sign an NDA, but he would give you $3 million? Not saying that happens, but if it did. We were discussing the Vince McMahon <laughs> saga before you got here. He seems like he's level-headed. So my question about that is, why was he on Raw? Because he, I thought he was gone. Because No, he's in charge of creative still. But he was stepping away. Did anyone tell him that he should be creative if he's in charge of creative? Like, this isn't working. Part you, of being the in charge of creative is you have to be creative. You know, he is. He brought Brock Lesnar back. I didn't see that coming. No. <laughs> big t- big twist. <laughs> hey, Brian, we got nobody left. But who should we bring in? Well, we could, uh, um, sir, Mr. McMahon, we could uh, build up guys. Like we have we got, like, got a lot of young guys, Ricochet, AJ Styles. He's older, but you could still bring him in. And let him wrestle. Um, no, I don't like that. How about Matt Riddle? He could win the title. That would be great because he would be there every week. Nah, no, nah, nah, that, that, um, that's terrible. He's he's too little. Um, how about uh, Daniel Bryan? Do we still have him? Uh, no, nope. he's gone. Okay, well, um, we Cody fired Rhodes. a lot of people. Oh no, we we made Cody Rhodes wrestle with a <laughs> with a <laughs> torn a, a, whatever that was torn, torn pec, pectoral, yeah. torn pectoral muscle yeah, and now yeah. he's out for the next 12 months. Um, oh seriously? They just signed No, him. he'll be back by the Rumble. But yeah, well. Uh, yeah. But they just signed him and he uh, yeah. is yeah. out with severe he, injury already. Yeah. And he wrestled was that uh last month it or was, a couple was weeks like, ago, yeah. What pay-per-view was Hell it? In a Hell in a Cell. He wrestled and it his whole body was purple. <laughs> like his <laughs> entire like one side of his chest was So he like, had to wrestle after he tore he, he tore it. He didn't have to, but he chose to. Because he's, he's a super tough guy. And he wanted to wrestle through it. And he did. Um, yeah, it was... It looked bad. So, back to this. Uh, it was a good match, though. Uh, Brian. Yes. Head, uh, you're riding for my uh, wrestling here. Uh, I'm Vince McMahon. I got cojones. Uh, I, like, I, I hate all your ideas. I don't know why I pay you. Write something for Brock Lesnar. I know we just had him, but can you think of something clever for him? Uh, he falls down a well and can't get rescued. This isn't Lassie, fucker. I'm going to have him come back and wear a cowboy hat. Oh, that's good shit right there. Let's do it. Book it. Trademark it. Uh, Vince, uh, uh, he, you have the rights to him. I think you're okay. Trademark him, sucker. You you're fired. You can't trademark a cowboy hat. Oh, I'm trademarking it. Who said that? You're fired. You're fired. Anyways. Um, so in in a roundabout way, that's what would happen if that <laughs> job were offered to me. <laughs> Sounds very good. Jeff, Jeff, give me a news of the geek music. Ba-dum, ba-dum, bum, bum. Uh, Unless but, you want the real music. No. Okay. For the Hollywood Reporter, dun, 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 where Jeff gets all of his news from, Discovery's accusa- accusation? Acquisition... Of Warner Brothers has led to some big changes being made behind the scenes, including who's in charge of what. Toby Emmerich, who's overseen both Warner's and New Line since 2017, wow, is on his way out as Warner Brothers Discovery boss David Zasloff 
looks to make some significant improvements. Eh, we'll be the judge of that. He's planning to create three verticals. What? Each with its own leadership. Is this Mortal Kombat? Like you have the towers? Who's at the, tower, who's at the top of the tower one? Warner Brothers, New Line, and DC Entertainment and Animation. That's four, isn't it? Oh, Warner Brothers and New Line is one. DC, DC Entertainment. And then animated. Zavzloff will be the man in charge, but he's currently looking for someone who's uh, currently who current DC Films president Walter Hamadaw will ultimately report to. The trade reveals... I bet you Walter really appreciates that. I'm sure he does. <laughs> uh, I know you're a president. Uh, we're going to make a super president. Hope you don't mind. Oh, maybe I should apply for super president. The trade reveals that the executive has even approached Joker, Joker director Todd Phillips to do more in the U- DC universe, potentially act as an advisor, because he's making Joker 2. Yeah. Which I've never seen yet, the first one. Oh. As... Man. I got to. It's on HBO. It's with cool. Lady Gaga as Harley Quinn in a musical. It's a musical. No, My outline is missing some words. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm like, there's nothing about the Joker on my outline? No. It won't be a musical. However, he would not serve in an executive capacity, making this a creative position. While it's noted that, quote, Phillips and Zasloff have discovered a repertoire. A what? Michael repertoire part. Uh, it's also revealed uh, that the... Rapport? Fil- whatever. Oh, uh, yeah, I guess that would... <laughs> I don't know because it's not on my... Uh... <laughs> outline here uh it's also revealed uh the filmmaker is not an expert on the broader dc universe you know what hey brian you don't know much about dc you want to be in charge of it love to (laughs) let's do it sign me up for the next batman (laughs) and when can we use (laughs) spider-man can we get that torch boy can we get him in here uh what do we got for ezra miller Ezra Miller, we should really promote him in everything. <laughs> Ezra Miller in a barbershop film. Ah, like the, type, like the Ice Cube barbershop film? <laughs> That's what I was thinking. I got what he meant, but <laughs> let's do that. I, I did. He's very good at grooming, apparently. Oh, so you get it? cutting hair? No, not that <laughs> grooming. Uh, Point someone with limited comic book knowledge has never stopped them before it, to potentially ever see future movies just because they deliver to box office hits. Sounds like a very Warner Brothers type thing to do. Uh, so, yeah, um, I, I'm all for this. You know what? Fuck it. Put put Martin Scorsese in charge of it. He doesn't give a shit about the uh, superhero films That's either. That's true. This is true. just recently came out defending superhero cartoons. Er, Movies and whatnot. You know, the same argument was made back in the 50s and 60s like, about westerns. Yeah. But so, some actor came out and said, throw me in all of these movies or whatever, you know, uh, instead of just making all these art house. So I'm trying to remember. It was like a big name actor who. Todd Phillips. No, I said actor. <laughs> I can't remember who it was. Well, to be fair. That was I a mean, good story. Thank you. I'm full of them. I mean,. Sure that they want to be thrown into all of these movies because they're all like they're probably making billions of dollars. Yeah. So throw me in them, sure. Like I'll do it. You so know what? Up. I mean, it was somebody who did do them, you right? Know, yeah, and, yeah. You know, Brian, I'm going yes. through my hat in the ring too. Yeah, I would love to be in the next Spider-Man film. I, I mean, I would, I wouldn't say no. I mean, I guess I'll be the lead villain. I guess. I mean, I, just give it to me. I guess. Um, Jeff, what film you want to be in? Um, any film someone will pay me to be in. Okay, good call. Do I good need job. to narrow it down more than that? Superhero films. Just pick a superhero. Um, crap. You could be you, the new Flash. You know, I want. I'd want to be in the 
MCU's adaptation of X-Men or what they do. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say uh, internal, or not eternal. Uh, what's the other one? Inhumans. No, because I've seen how uh, the MCU <laughs> handled the Inhumans the last time they attempted something. Um, wow. I just like that. I don't really know anything about DC films except for the Joker. Eh, go ahead, do it. What do we care? I mean, it's not like Todd Phillips doesn't know what he's doing, though. Like, it, I mean, you know. it, I mean, at the end of the day, it can't be worse, right? We're going to do it again. Here we go. I mean, We're going. He, he. I mean, he did a very well done job with the Joker. So, I mean, let me let me ask you this. So, you brought up Ezra Miller, who's gone whoo to jail. Did they, they arrest him yet? Find him. I mean, eventually. they haven't found him yet. Right. Well, he's too fast. <laughs> you can't get to him. So my question is, what do you do with that movie? The Flash movie? They filmed it. It's done. Yeah, like, I mean, they can't release it. It's coming out next year. That's the release date, 2020. Can they reshoot it all of or, or just, <laughs> just hire <laughs> someone else to like do his bits and just, just superimpose Paul them? Walker? Sure. Paul uh, Walker's brother. Oh yeah, let's do that. He's in. Uh, he's busy filming Fast Ten. Oh my bad. Both parts of Part One and Two of Fast but, Ten. But uh, like I'm like I was looking at this like reading these articles about him. Like how do you how do you fix that? Because he's being charged. Well, he's being accused of grooming, like uh, mm-hmm. an underage girl. Like you can't make that go away. No. Well, I mean, uh-huh. you can't. I mean, if you're a, dir- a famous Hollywood director, you just flee the country. But anyways. Um, <laughs> But maybe Ezra Miller thought Hawaii was a different country, but possibly. But like you can't, if you're Warner Brothers, you can't release this film because by the time this is released, I'm sure a lot more bad things are coming out about this guy. The only, the only like I said, they did it with uh, when they took Kevin Spacey out of that one movie. Now, granted, he wasn't the lead, but still, yeah. it was a big part. And they got Christopher Plummer, and they pretty much digitally put him in the movie. Had him saying all the lines or whatever. The yeah. only good thing with the Flash is that, and I'm not trying to be funny, like, he's under a mask, he's running. Like, you could, obviously, yeah. his one-on-one scenes with Michael Keaton and that in it could be interesting, but, like, it, there is ways you could do it. And, again, I stay, put Grant Gustin in and have a good day from the WB series. Or anybody else? Anybody who no. is not grooming children, allegedly. Okay, any non-child groomers. <laughs> Is he well, supposed to I'll be put it this any... way, though. He's no longer grooming a child. She is 18 now. Oh, well, that's good. That's good. She's <sighs> She's been done groomed. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is he scheduled to be in any other... No. Like, but prior to his mo- the movie no. coming out? I was going to say, because, I mean, they could just... Well, they're not trying out. to connect... DC's not trying to connect any of the films together. Yeah. Um, was he in... The last one, um, sorry, Peacemaker. It was Aquaman and, was he in that one? I didn't watch Peacemaker. You didn't watch Peacemaker? I watched the first episode. Oh, that's true. okay. You should watch more, because they're, they're pretty good. You remember what I'm saying, at the end, yeah, right? at the end, yeah. I uh, thought you did say that it was. Yeah, because he's the one that accuses Aquaman of fucking a fish or something like that. Or talking to fish or something. I thought you said it was Flash and Aquaman yeah. that made appearances. Um, let's see. I don't think he's going to be in Peacemaker season two. No. So, I, I was just thinking, like, they're fucked on this. They're going to have to do something. Um, it was, um, it was... Aquaman, 
Jason so Momoa. It was supposed to be Superman, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, and The Flash, but only Momoa and Miller appeared. Gotcha. In person. Gotcha. But, um, I, I will say, though, hearing all this stuff about Ezra Miller, mm-hmm. I can understand why he did such a great job of playing a psychopath in We Need to Talk About Kevin. <laughs> Do you think it was a documentary? The more I think about it, it's possible that uh, he took it a little bit more to heart. Um. Uh, let's see here. Uh, during this year's Oscars, speaking of DC, during this year's Oscars, the Academy attempted to increase viewership huh, by allowing movie fans to cast their vote on social media for, quote, Oscars fan favorite and Oscars a, cheer moment. That was a disaster. Both were mostly meaningless as no actual awards were handed out. No. The floppies are better than this. They are. But two Zack Snyder-directed movies walked away with wins. Zack Snyder's Justice League and Army of the Dead. Uh, Army of the Dead won for Oscar's fan favorite. Came as a big surprise, especially after speculation that the category was only created to make up for Spider-Man No Way Home being snubbed. Regardless, the rap... Stop seeing (laughs) Spider-Man. The rap is reporting that the voting system may have been rigged. Thanks to... Twitter. Twitter bots. Twitter bots. Oh, Twitter bots, I'm sorry. Putting their support behind Snyder, they've shared data from a hashtag analytics tracking tool found that the, quote, the most active contributors to both polls were autonomous web programs, which, quote, cast thousands of fake votes for the popular filmmakers' two movies. Wait a minute. Well, when you are doing votes by Twitter, you expect it to be, you know, yes, ruined. Neither the company that ran the poll nor Schneider's representatives have responded to requests for comments. The Academy plans to stand by the results. Nobody fucking cares because there's no awards. Yeah, oh, oh, yeah, it's the fan favorites. I mean, it's, well, <laughs> as somebody said, uh, I didn't realize it happened back then. To, who was the one that told us the, the story of uh, them killing off Robin in the... Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, Batman. the Jason Todd. Yes. Jason Todd, that even back then in the early 90s, there were... Uh, yeah, one guy basically did, rigged one it. On guy, the, yeah, auto-dialed. Yep, or had a to get Robin to die. And thank you for that. We appreciate that. It actually created a good story. It did. And when he came back, it was good. Red Hood is awesome. Uh, Jeff, let me get you some box office news. Ready? Yes. Box office news, June 17th through the 19th. Take it away. Wow. Great music. Thanks, Jason. You're welcome. Is that uh, music? Yes. Um, <laughs> Probably come as no surprise to anybody, but come as a surprise to me. No. Jurassic World Dominion made $59 million, a total of $250 million on a budget of $185 million. Jurassic World Dominion, the number one box. Again, two weeks in a row. I know. Well, we didn't do this last week. That's so true. I don't know. This is the big one. I assumed Top Gun was going to actually Oh, keep over, going. But uh, number two, Lightyear made $51 million in its opening weekend. On a two hundred million dollar budget, it they are not happy with this. It was supposed to. They were predicting eighty million for this. They misunderstood their uh, assignment. I think the issue is that nobody knew what the hell this was because it's a movie inside the Toy Story universe that Andy is watching. Oh, that's what it is. Yes. And so it's, and it's not actually Buzz. 
it's a different. It is a different buzz. Yes, Chris Evans instead. Oh, of Oh, I'm Man. like, it's not buzz. It's buzz. It's just. I, well, but you know, like the actor in the movie isn't the same person that's doing the voices in the toys, which is what they have. Steve, uh, I, I, Steve I, Allen, no, Tim Steve Allen, Allen. <laughs> Tim Allen's voice. Well, Jeff, <laughs> yeah, I just everybody like I saw everybody complaining on online like that Tim Allen wasn't. It looks like an interesting sci-fi story, yeah. like a fun one, right? But. There's I'll time travel it. involved. There is. So Blake and will love it. I'll probably watch it when it comes to Disney. My kids were debating if we wanted to see this or Minions that comes out, because my youngest is a huge Minions fan. And they're you like, can't we see both? I was like, ah, that's a lot of money. Let's let's think about this here. You know, I honestly would probably pick Minions if I was just looking for some lighthearted Minions, fun. Minions has some good moments. It's fun. It's nothing. And even my 12-year-old was like, because he usually, go, he's like, fine, I'll just go see any movie with you. And he's like, I'd rather pick the minions of a Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> like, wow. He had he had to sit through a couple. Was there a clamoring for this movie though? I don't know. Like, I, I mean, don't. I mean, when I first heard about it, I was a little surprised they were doing it. I think they needed. They wanted a Toy Story film, and they couldn't make Toy Story five. Yeah. So they said, you know what? What we'll else just, can we? We'll just start spinning Toy them off. Story four and a half. Could do that. They did that with Lion King. We'll just, maybe we'll just start spinning them off and see what happens. Oh, I can't wait for uh, Cliff Clavin the pig uh, to uh, get his own. Oh, a ham movie. I would watch that. I probably would, too. But, uh, yeah, I just... Oh, they can't do Mr. Potato Head, nope. though. Or Mrs. Potato Head. Well, they could, because they'll get different people to do that. Oh, that's voices. right. They get Tim Allen to do that voice. <laughs> um, Colin Hanks could do a voice. <laughs> That would be get Colin Hanks to do the voice of Woody in the Woody's Roundup like movie. Uh, Tom Hanks' brother does Woody's voice in a couple of the shorts. The oh, does d- yeah, the Toy Story shorts on uh, Disney+. Why Plus. not? Um, I agree get, with you, though. Let's just get Clint Howard to do it. Or his brother. His oh, wait, no, Clint Howard money. is the brother. Yeah. Sorry, Ron Howard is the director. Sorry. I'm like, Ron Howard would cost money. <laughs> Clint a- Clint Howard is the guy from uh, House of the Dead. My bad. Yes, Clint Howard. So Ron Howard directed that. No, he didn't. Oh. What else you got? Uh, let's see. That was like year number three, Top Gun Maverick. Mm-hmm. It's made $44 million, a total of $466 million on a $170 million budget. Mm. And that's just domestically. Mm-hmm. I hear it's over $900 million worldwide, ready to crack a billion. My wife is trying to get me to go see this. Uh, you absolutely should. Uh, there's another movie coming out this week that I I think we might go see instead. Go ahead. It I I couldn't say more good things about that movie. I'm sure I it's not it. bad. I just didn't like the first one, and I'm so tired of hearing about how great the first one was. That's my issue. But the first one was the best movie ever. Mm. Well, is, no, second best movie ever. Highlander was the best movie ever. Third is Days of Thunder. No, that was a piece of crap. Yes. Well, I wouldn't it. say it was a piece of crap. No, it was. I, I just said it. So <laughs> I would say it. No, I'm saying I wouldn't <laughs> say that. It just, was pretty good. I would. Well, you're not getting me to want to see Top Gun Maverick if you're saying Days of Thunder was pretty good. It was enjoyable. Put that in his uh, review. Okay. Uh, the Ride at King's Island was amazing. Ride well, was I'll good. I'll give you that. Ride was good. Well, and because of the ride, I saw the movie. So, I mean... Ooh, this is a top six this week, Jeff. Yeah, and the 
bottom two are weird because well, the number five made more than number six. Number six is or incorrect. Number six made more than number <laughs> yeah. incorrect. Go yeah. ahead. Number six is being removed from my list. Yes. Uh, number four is Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Made another four point two million, a total of four hundred and five million on a budget of two hundred million dollars. Okay. So Doctor Strange made some monies. Maybe enough to make a new Doctor Strange. Ooh. And number five, closing out this week's top five uh, box office report. The Bob's Burgers movie made one point one million, a total of thirty million on an unknown budget. So I read these a uh, couple different sites for like movie new, like the movie box office for the weekend. And every time this one site always goes, well, they can't be happy about this. Bob's Burgers only making thirty million. I'm like, how the fuck do you know? Like, it's Bob Bob's Burgers. Yeah, well, you're not you're making ninety five million on this. Expecting Bob's Burgers to make more than 30 even if it costs million? ten million to make, which I would be shocked it costs more than that. Right? I don't know. I mean, I mean you still have to pay animators and everything. Yeah. I mean, I think okay, say twenty million. You still made ten million dollar profit. I'm thinking they're hoping to get profit on the secondary market, yeah. whether it be video or streaming or whatnot, yeah. is where they want to get their money. Uh, what else we got, Jeff? Upcoming. Uh, upcoming, June 24th of 2022, we have Elvis. Uh-huh. From his childhood in Tupelo, Mississippi, to his rise to stardom starting in Memphis, Tennessee, and then conquering Las Vegas... Elvis Presley becomes the first rock and roll star and changes the world with his music. All right. I'll be I watching this. say from, his, uh, from yeah. his beginnings in Tupelo, Mississippi to his endings on the toilet. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I want to see this. Tom Hanks. Mm-hmm. Uh, Austin Butler. Yep. Uh, I'm a huge Elvis fan. and um, really I'm excited. a huge Elvis anti-fan. I'm a huge music fan for him. Not the person. He's probably... Oh, yeah. Him. No, I... I like the person better than his music. Oh, I honestly do not like Elvis' music. I love Elvis. Elvis has a lot of great songs that are great when other people redo them. Wow. But I think he ruins songs. Okay. I just do not like his style at all. Okay. That's my opinion, and I'm sticking to it. I cannot say that. <laughs> Go ahead, Jeff. And also, we have coming out the Black Phone. Oh, this looks creepy. It looks awesome. After being abducted by a child killer and locked in a soundproof basement, a 13-year-old boy starts receiving phone calls on a disconnected phone from the killer's previous victims. Yeah. Uh, So I am actually in the process of reading this right now. Oh, geez. So Um, it's based on a book? Yeah. So the book is um, a collection of short stories. The Black Phone is a book or is a story within... Gotcha. The Black Phone book. Okay. And it's written by Stephen King's son. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, he did Lock and Key. Yeah. So I'm actually, like, I've, I've read, like, four or five different ones, and then because I knew this was coming out this week, I started reading it specifically so I could read it ahead of time. I'm really looking forward to this. Uh, the movie looks great. Uh, it looks so, fun. Uh, Ethan Hawke. Um... Jeremy Davies. Oh, he's good. He um, play, he can play creepy pretty well. Stephen King's son, Colin King. Oh, everyone's son is named yep. Colin now? Yep. yep, Colin. Yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to this. Um, okay, is that it? Yeah, that's that it. That is it for coming out. Uh, we did have top five favorite summer released fil- films was our top five this week. 
Um, so what do you think about that? I have a list. Okay. I have a list as well. Time out. I just went to Twitter, and they have a yeah. thumbs up and a thumbs down thing now. You can upvote. And you can downvote down, on Twitter now? Downvote, I believe. Oh, because, like, YouTube got rid of that. Well, you can downvote, but it doesn't show you, show you. how many uh, votes go down. It only gets reported to the channel uh, run people who run the channel. Okay. So top five is uh, top five favorite summer release films. I did this based on my, uh, I guess, excitement for them. Okay. And that they did not, like, fail in my excitement when I saw them. Like, they may not have been the greatest, but I was excited for them, and they didn't disappoint. So Godzilla, the Peter Bro- uh, the uh, Matthew Broderick one, is not on here. Was that a summer film? May. Technically, it's May. May, June, July counts. Summer doesn't start till today. Yeah. June 21st. Well, I did May, June, July. Okay. I Mine are all films that, st- that opened after June 21st and before September 21st. Oh, I'm so special. Ooh. I'm so clever. Because that's summer. Fuck you, go. I mean, there is a specific definition. Look it up. Summer is the the time between What's the your number five, Jeff? Shut up. And the autumnal equinox. What's your number five? <sighs> number five, I hobied it. Oh, of course. Yes. I said, oh, there's too many. I can't make a decision. So I'll just throw uh, the Dark Knight. Inception and Tenant all on the same one because they're all Christopher Nolan films. Okay. One of them's good. They're uh, all three good. Never saw Tenant, actually. I know you haven't. Uh, number five for me, I'll go then, is um, I was really excited about this film. And uh, it doesn't age well, but it's still fun. Independence Day. I hate Welcome to Earth. So much. When I was a kid, oh, I really so enjoyed it. I <laughs> really loved so it. Bad. Independence Day 2 was not good. Uh, but yeah, Independence Day. Uh, Jeff, or Jeff, Brian, what is that's your name? Uh, my, my name is Brian. Hi, Brian. Hi. Uh, what's your number five? Uh, so I hope this one as well. Uh, I had uh, Step Brothers, Superbad, and Knocked Up. Okay. Knocked Up's a good one. Superbad was an uh, honorable mention. Yeah, those are three of my favorite comedies that have come out in like the last, God, has it been? 20 years. 20 <laughs> years, but Superbad is just so funny, man. Uh, what's your number four? Uh, number four for me would be Inglorious Bastards. Oh, that's my number four, too. Put it on the board. Put it on the board. Yeah, I'm, okay. I haven't seen that movie in, in too long. Like, I need to watch it again. Okay. Now, that one is, I like watching just scenes from that. Yeah, it, Watching it from beginning to end anymore is kind of, it's, ta- it's, it's, it's taxing. Yeah. But just watch a scene, and it could be like different scenes every time. But I mean, like the opening scene is excellent. Yeah. the The scene in the the basement bar yep. is great. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, number four for me was uh, the Dark Knight Rises. I was super excited about that. Um, I was excited about Dark Knight, but like Dark Knight Rises because I was excited about. You know, that whole, you know, breaking out of the prisons. And I was like, oh, this is going to be awesome. Bane takes over. It wasn't as good as the other two. But I went, I saw it twice in like a span of 12 hours. So those twice were 12 hours. honorable yeah. mentions for me. Uh, number four for you. Uh, number four for me was Inglorious Bastards. Okay, number three. Number three for me was uh, Apollo 13. Oh, good film. 
Really like that film. That's that's one of my number one Shawshank films. That I agree. Can't turn it off when it pops up on television. Did not like it the first time I saw it, and then every time I've oh. seen it since, like I've loved oh, it even more. I loved it the first time I saw it, and Ed, Ed Harris is awesome. Ed Harris is great. He makes yeah. the film. Yeah, he was really good in Top Gun Maverick. He was really good in uh, The Rock. Um, I was going to say he's really good in Appaloosa. Was that the movie? Or am I thinking applesauce? No. What was the one where they kept uh, fading in and off the dog? Range. Beyond range. Open range. Open range. Oh. Was he in open range? Uh, Sure. It was a Western. (laughs) I'm sure he was. I'm trying to remember. Maybe I was thinking. That was Kevin Costner. uh, Yeah, wasn't the other guy in here? I don't don't even remember. (laughs) Uh, Number three for me uh, is Avengers. Really? Was looking for it. it was May. Shut up. It was May, so can't make my list. So I love the Avengers. Okay, go ahead, Jeff or Brian. That's your name. He keeps calling you Jeff. Brian, go ahead. Number three. Uh, number three for me would be Bull Durham. Ah, should have got Kevin Costner's third best baseball film. Candlesticks. Love a game is the best one. Yes. Yeah. Uh, number two for you, Brian. Uh, number two for me would be Mad Max Fury Road. Ah. I actually still have to see Fury Road. Okay. I Visually, it's beautiful. I was kind of bored with it. Well, that's your fault. And I don't fault you for liking it. I get why people like it. I know I'm in the minority, but I watched it, and I was like, eh, that's fine. So I feel the same way about the Mel Gibson versions of Mad Max. Okay. They, were, they were boring. They what about Tina Turner? do drag. Yes. Oh, well, Tina Turner's great, because yeah. well, at least the it video. Right. The video for We Don't Need Another Hero. We don't need another hero. Uh, my number two is uh, Godzilla, King of Monsters. I was re- just loving. What's your number two? Mad Max, right? What? Yours what? was number two, right? I didn't skip you, did I? Did you skip your number two? Probably. Was it Mad Max, or was that three? Uh, no, you're right. That was two. Okay. <laughs> Godzilla, King of Monsters. Uh, number two, was excited about that film. Wasn't as great as I remember. It was still fun, though. I love it. Um, was really excited about it. So, number two? Uh, number two for me was King Arthur. Oh, great I film. know you and me are, like, the only yep. two people in the world that actually <laughs> liked this movie. Clive Owen, Kira Knightley. Yeah. Oh, my God. Great film. Mods Mickelson, yep. uh, Jan Gruffith. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, that other guy and that other guy. That was a great film. I have to go back and watch that. Uh, I watch it occasionally every once in a while. What's your number two? That was my number two. Number one? Uh, my number one is Die Hard. Really? Okay. I didn't know you were a big Die Hard fan. It's the best movie released in the summer. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Jeff. It's a nice summer movie. Uh, it's a Christmas film. Um, that was released in the summer, so it made my list. Uh, kind of like Reindeer Games. Number one for me, and I know I might get heat from Doug on this one, but it's awesome. I was looking online for months about this. I love the series. I, it was a big, long lapse uh, gap in uh, new films, so that's why Jurassic World. I love that one. Because I love that summer film because there was such a big gap between the third one and this one, and I loved it because they actually had a functional park like amusement park and then it just went crazy so <laughs> the reason you love it is the reason they should never have made it 
They had a functional park? The, after the disaster of the first <laughs> one, why are you going back and revisiting this? Because humans and, are dumb. And making it worse. If all you did was go ahead and make the, like, uh, herbivores yes. or something, then your park might work. But not only did you bring back predators, you made your own. Because they were, uh, uh, attendance was falling after 10 years. They needed new animals. Just saying. I, I, I think they're make, my, watching my, making my own point here. Nope. Yep. Yeah. Number one, Brian? Uh, number one for me is going to be Saving Private Ryan. Ah, okay. Uh, okay. Well, that's why I ended on Down Note. Was well, it a Down Note? It was an inspirational movie sad, of Saving Private Ryan. I mean, it's in the title, Jason. They saved him. Uh, we only had one guy respond because I put this out late. Cinema Guys had, is there anything bigger than this, the Independence Day film? Yes. Yes. Well, he said no. And uh, well, we didn't get anything from Steve and Izzy, who probably made their list hoping to record this last week. Oh, yeah, we didn't. Yeah, we <sighs> apologize, Steve and Izzy. They were supposed to be on last week. And then the light, lights went out. Boogaloo-loo. Um, I thought maybe they would have sent their list in. Uh, bad idea of the week. Um, number 512, creating a pyroraptor. Don't do that. Don't don't do that. I mean, if you're going to create a dinosaur that catches fire, set it on fire. Yeah, I mean, not literally set it on fire. It should catch fire. Uh, yeah, it should like you know, torch dog. Yeah, Let's get torch dog in here. Torch do- torch dinosaur. Torch dino. Torchosaurus. Tor- oh, torchosaurus. Trademark it. Trademark it. Trademark torchosaurus. Um, let's see here. Um, that's all I had. Uh, titles for the show. Jeff? I think I only wrote one thing down. Okay. And that was, everyone's son is named Colin. I had Colin King. Uh, that was a good story. Stealing fire and pyroraptor facts. Uh, I only wrote nothing down, but uh-huh. I'm going to say cowboy hat. Cowboy hat. I like it. Or Josh Gad has no butthole. Or Josh Gad has no butthole. Does he, though? He never confirmed nor denied my my so request it's true. on Twitter. It's I true. I asked him on Twitter directly. Mm-hmm. Told him it was important. We needed to know for the podcast, and he completely ignored me. Did he ban you? I, I don't. I didn't go back to see if he blocked me. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so we're doing cowboy hat. We're doing cowboy hat. Well, that's a thrilling one. Uh, <laughs> Do you have anything better? No. Uh, thanks, everybody. We're I back. Mean, Cowboy hat is like the biggest thing going for WWE right oh, now. Oh, get him a cowboy hat. Oh. <laughs> let, him, let him grow his beard out and give him yeah. a cowboy hat. So mm. he's going to fake shake in his hand. So you're saying it's a bearded cowboy hat? Just, no, no the hat doesn't have a beard. Oh. That would make it more interesting. <laughs> that would be kind of, like if it were one of those, like, yeah, that would be That would cool. be fun. So, uh, Brian, let's have Brock come out. He's going to show sign respect to Roman and shake his hand. And it's all a ploy. He's going to F5 him. What do you think about that? No, I think he should uh, German suplex him 44 times and take him to Suplex City. Brian, that's a little ridiculous. Maybe 42, but not 44. Come on. Come on. We, it, I, just want, I just want him to go to Suplex City. Well, we could do that, too. But no, no, no. We're going to F5. F5. And F5. then we could print T-shirts that say Suplex City and then have the cities where, all, like, where Brock goes. Train market. Let's go. Do it. Give me that cowboy hat. Uh, Roger says goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Walking dead to talking heads from comic books to TV sets is history of
not so bad. There's the history. It's the history of bad. So bad. The history of bad. It's bad. You've been listening to Hobie!